Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 87, Hazard Identification and Risk Rating Metrics. In this one, we'll sit down and look at um, one of the more, well, starting to be more common ways of gathering metrics out there is to, you're going to identify a hazard and then how fast do we get rid of the hazard? What do we put in place to measure it? Just those types of activities. I think it, it's uh, it's really great. It's something that I have just started to use and I've had fantastic results from this thing. Uh, so let's just do a little bit of sharing and then um, maybe this is something that you would want to use at, uh, at your facility. So metrics of any fashion is just a snapshot of safety performance. Let's do just a little definition here first. So hazard identification and risk assessment are critical components of safety management, helping the, uh, the organization proactively identify potential hazards and associate those risks. So basically we're gonna, you know, just like the definition says, identify the hazards, the risks, and then what are we gonna do about it? We just don't say, oh yeah, I found something and then I'm just gonna write it, write it down and now that counts as a metric. There has to be something that you do about it also. So let's kind of look at at some of the um, the safety uh, metrics specifically uh, related to this area then. So, and we're just, just gonna cover five. Uh, I actually came up, up with about 12, but some of them really start to be very, um, uh, it's almost a reach. So let's just look at kind of like what seems to be the top five then. So the first one, we're gonna, the number of identified risks, you know, that's awesome. We identified a risk. Let's look at number two, hazard severity and likelihood ratings. So when we look at the high risk operations that need immediate attention. So you could identify a risk. Is it a very low severity and a low likelihood? Or is it a, uh, when we talk about severity, is it going to be a very high severity? but maybe a low likelihood or even a high likelihood. So we want to do everything we can to uh, obviously um, eliminate hazards, you know, and if you can't eliminate hazards, how do you how do you bring down that severity as low as you possibly can that's out there? I'd like to say that we, that we're, we could live in a risk-free environment, but I know that uh, we all take showers every day, and that's one of the most highest casualty producing things is just people slipping and falling in the shower. Um, so uh, we want to look at that uh, severity along with that likelihood then. The third one, risk of mitigation completion risk. So we identified a hazard. We looked at the severity and likelihood and all that. So how did we go back and minimize that risk? Again, in an ideal world, we eliminate it, but maybe we can't. So how do we bring it down as low as we possibly can? Uh, uh, Number four, time to resolve high-risk hazards. And you could say, I'm going to track days, I'm going to track actions, I'm going to track... If it's a a very high-risk operation, you you should stop it immediately. But that might be something that... Now that you stumbled, you stumbled upon it, you know, well, how do I go back and I resolve this high risk hazard that's out there? Um, it would be great if we could just write a couple of procedures and things were great. 
uh, but maybe we have to implement some engineering controls. We might have to order something, and that's going to take time to come in. We may have to work with the vendor, and it might be something that we've kind of figured out, and maybe the vendor did or did not know, and how can the vendor help us to fix this equipment out there? And then finally, nut number five, the percentage of unmitigated high-risk hazards. So um, I like to think that the percentage is going to be zero, but I also know that time and energy and money is not a limitless uh, thing out there. So maybe what we do is that we say we, we will not uh, work with any high-risk hazards, but the uh, company has a risk appetite, we'll call it, and the risk appetite says that you're never going to get to zero. So we lower it, make it as low as we can, and that's going to be as acceptable as we can, given the technology and engineering that we have, along with training and personal protective equipment. We've lowered it as low as we can. Not zero, but it's still pretty darn low. And so that's it for this episode where we just kind of sat down and talked about a couple things as part of a different form for metrics. Metrics is a snapshot of the safety performance of your company out there. So I think this is one that's going to uh, give a lot of value because you're identifying the risk, which some companies actually do not want to know about the risk. Because once you know, you got to do something about it. You just can't say, hey, thanks a lot, Jones, for bringing up this uh safety issue and we've decided not to do anything about it but we think it's awesome that, that you brought it up you're just going to have to keep operating the same way that you've been operating and we're going to do the very best we can not to get anybody hurt so uh thanks a lot for your time uh, time and effort really shows a very not just a poor safety attitude uh but this is is um something that will can that can uh generally uh, infect the workforce almost like some kind of a weird form of a uh, cancer. It lowers morale. People just literally know at some point that no matter what they say or bring up or try, try to make things better, the company just it isn't going to do anything about it. So episode 87, Hazard Identifications and Risk Rating Metrics is complete. I'd like to thank everybody for joining me. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Have a safe day.